ओम ज्ञान ज्ञानंजन Preaching means ah uh, what is that jibeya biparit ruchi parivartan kara bhaktisiddhanta swatakot is defined preaching as changing the Viparit means the opposite or twisted around taste yeah, of the conditions. Okosa. I'm not going to speak much because this we have other speakers. So other questions. Dalje u tulasi pranama mantra ispravno pjevati Krishna bhakti ili Vishnu bhakti. Is it correct to chant in tulasi pranama Krishna bhakti or Vishnu bhakti? This is what do they call it? Semantics. <laughs> oh, to <it's> semantics. <laughs> it's a frequently asked question. <laughs> All I can say about that is, when I first joined, there was Vishnu Bhakti. So, and somehow, after some years, it became Krishna Bhakti. And I never saw the actual text, the Sanskrit text. For the, I, didn't go, I didn't take it so seriously, but. <laughs> I asked Shravira Prabhu about it. He said the the actual text is Vishnu Bhakti. And then someone decided they knew better than Vyasadevi. We shouldn't change anything in Scripture. We should just chant the way it is given to us. I mean, if we change Vishnu Bhakti to Krishna Bhakti because we like Krishna better than Vishnu, that means in the future someone will say, well, why not Radha Bhakti? And Radha Bhakti, you know, that's higher. So then they'll change it to Radha Bhakti. And then everyone will, in this kind will start chanting, Radha Bhakti, Pradidevi, Satya Bhakti, Namah. So we shouldn't change, yeah. especially scripture. Well, I guess we'd have to see the actual, you know, because the devotees might have changed the, what Prabhupada wrote. <laughs> you know, it's possible. That's why, like I said, if you really want to know, then you have to go, go to the original text, either what Prabhupada wrote or what's there in the Shastra. I mean, usually in these kind of things, you know, what the devotees did in the beginning, then we should just stay with doing that, unless that was wrong. I don't see why anyone would change it from Krishna Bhakti to Vishnu Bhakti. For us it was like the same. You know I mean? 
but later someone might change it because they think Krishna is higher and we're actually devotees of Krishna. Then, then there would have to be some more detailed discussion, Bob. But uh, if someone just re- uh, kind of reproducing a letter, then it's hard to say what did he actually write. Because Yeah, but that's in Bengali. <laughs> it's in Bengali, though. It has, it's no connection. What this is a Vedic Sanskrit mantra. And the other one is uh, a prayer. I believe it's by Narutam Thakur, isn't it? Uh, it's in the Narutam Das. The Bengali. It's, it's not. No. It's no name given. Dina Krishna Dasik, or it's it's. Uh huh. Ah. It's either by someone Krishna Das or just someone. Uh huh. It's not clear. So, yeah, anyway, we can't draw any conclusions. You know what I mean? From Sanskrit Bengali is written in a different era, different age, different Samo zato što se kaže Višnu Bhakti, to ne znači da je to Aishvarya Bhakti. Ako pogledate zadnji stih u Rasalila, Right? Those who hear about the playful pastimes of the gopis and Vishnu. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, Vishnu doesn't necessarily mean Lord Vish- only Lord Vishnu in Aishwarya Bhakti. can also refer to Krishna in Braj. in the Bhagavatam. You look at that last verse in Pogled, chapter 33 of the 10th Vish- talking about the gopis and you know, it's in Rasalila. So it's not really uh, Rasabas or antagonistic to the mood to so use the word Even the gopis use the name Vishnu in their Gopi Git and some other statements in Rasalila. So this means we have to broaden our scope a little bit. Next question. 
Na našem papiru koji je obješen u templu Rumu na kojem je ispisana guru Vandana nedostaje riječ pravu pad patita pavana. Da li je i taj dio isto tako nevjeredostojan kao i prethodni duj pade Laila Šarana? On our paper that is hanging in the temple room that has Guru Vandana written on it, the words are missing, Prabhupada, Patita, Pavana. Is that part also not bonified as the previous one, Dui Padi, Laila, Sharani? I'll answer that because it was, it was taken out on my request because it's not part of the song written by Narotan Das. To nije dio pjesme koje je napisao Narotam Dasta Kuri, to je zastavljeno na moj zahtjev. Pravopad Lojla Šaran. Ja znam Bengali jako dobro, ali stvarno ne razumijem što to znači. To može biti čak i naredba Pravopad da uzme utečište nečega. Lojla znači uzmi. U modernom Bengaliju. We have the uh, in Narotam Dasit song Narotam Aloilo Sharan. Uh. That means he's saying that I took sh- shelter in old Bengali. to se zove Aka, Bengali, Bengalci su eksperti u dodavanju tih dijelova pjesme na kraju. Osim što je Prabhupad Patita Pavano, vi možete reći da je on Sena Pati Bhakta, možete dodati milijon stvari. Sljedeći put ćemo tako pjevati. What happens is then people think it's actually part of the song and you have to sing it. Rotsam does composed it. Eventualno ljudi na kraju ljudi pomisle kako je to dio pjesme, kako se to mora pjevati, kako je to napisao Narotam Das Tukur. So in my hard-hearted way I had it cut out. Zato sam ja to dao da se izbaci. There was a question last night something like that. Bilo pitanje. Bilo je pitanje, svi neći kako te sada načini tvrdo, srce. Šta savjetovati supruzi koja je baktina, od koje karmi muž zahtjeva da mu ona kuha meso? Može li se tu primijeniti primjer Mata Džipišime, pravopadove sestre? What should we advise to a female devotee whose spouse is a karmi and who wants her to cook meat for him? 
can the example of Prabhupada's sister Prashima can be applied here? Yeah, Manidar, that's one up your alley. Yeah, Manidar, Vihastasana, Tatvaya Bhagavad Gita. We had once in Sweden such an example. The, the lady was actually a very enthusiastic devotee, and the man was actually a Muslim. A Chaika be a Muslim. And he was quite averse to practice Krishna consciousness and uh, he insisted to eat meat. She had to cook meat for him, but she made it gradually so distasteful. Distasteful. (laughs) Not just by preaching, but it was simply nothing to eat. And she replaced it instantly with prasadam of such a high quality that the man stopped eating meat. Because after all, it's all very much a question of a taste. <laughs> so actually the whole family became devotees. Yeah. Including <laughs> the children. Prasadam ki. Yeah. Okay, the next question for Bhaktivikash Maharaj. GBC resolution or Azadi? It doesn't have to be for all. If it's specifically for me. Otherwise, I'm trying to say Okay, uh, GBC resolution about divorce from 1996 says that the temple president or a prominent devotee cannot stay in the function, in the position if he divorce, if he has a divorce after 1996 and if he is to blame for divorce. Don't you think that such, uh, uh, unclear resolutions are, put, uh, are, potenti- uh, are creating the atmosphere where abnormal becomes normal, meaning divorce. Because temple president gets divorced, nobody cares whose, whose fault is it, he has, it's not my fault, and he continues to be temple president. Isn't that a hypocrisy that is uh, uh, created by this unclear GBC resolution? Yeah, I, I don't know answer because I'm trying to save my voice. Yeah. Well, actually... I don't mind to answer this question. Yeah, glass. Okay. I'll I'll be your voice piece. Yeah, but you tell me glass. It's up to you. You answer, <laughs> you answer as you like. Um, it sounds like the person who's asking the question is thinking about a specific situation somewhere I'm not aware of. But I th- and probably it is true that the resolution could be clearer. But I think the general tenor of the resolution is going in the right direction. Because my opinion is that sooner or later ISKCON is going to have to deal with the problem of divorce. And that includes, you know, women running away with other men and men running away with other women, even though they're married. And, uh, you know, getting married three or four times, jumping, you know, one year to another, one spouse to another. So I think in general it was good that the GBC made this resolution because then at least those who 
do divorce uh, or who leave their spouse, they can't be leaders. And it shouldn't be like that. Um, ultimately, you know, the, the thing about women also going to other men and men marrying women who were married before, that will also have to gradually be adjusted or at least uh, the problem will have to be faced sooner or later. If we can't even follow Varnashram Dharma, then how can we preach the higher Dharma? And, you know, Varnashram Dharma insists on no divorce and men cannot marry women who were married before because then a woman won't leave her husband in the society if she knows no one else is going to marry me. But if she's, if she's sure that, oh, I got at least three or four guys who are interested in me, and why do I need this fool anyway? He's always so heavy on me telling me what to do. I can just go to some of these other guys. And that's going on. And as long as women feel sure about that, then, and as long as we let this continue, then there will be no end to it. But sooner or later, I mean, yes, we're struggling with it because we're Westerners, we're not Indians, so it's natural that we can't just overnight switch over to, you know, being Paka Hindus. It's not going to happen. But, as I said, sooner or later, we're going to have to deal with this problem. So, therefore, I think that at least... One step in the right direction, this resolution. But it, it, it doesn't, uh, uh, how to say, justify someone who's in a position and lies or somehow is crookedly or you know, dishonestly presenting his case so that he can remain in position. And that, you know, he said, it wasn't my fault, it was her fault, or if it wasn't his fault. It was, you know, so that doesn't justify any particular situation. <laughs> I thought that was going to happen sooner or later. Yeah. So anyway, I think we should rise above the politics of the question and try to look at the long-term benefit. No. Oh, we should always try to see the good side, something. Now Maybe nobody. <laughs> Maybe ten, I don't know. But um, as I said, anyway, I explain my myself. Okay, the next question. Molim te reci nam kako možemo poboljšati odnose među baktama da postanemo privlačni, jer to je bio motor koji je pokretao naš pokret. Hvala. 
please tell us how can we improve relationships between devotees so, can that, so that we can be more attractive because that was the engine that was running our movement. Thank you. Well, the relationship between devotees reflects usually the general situation. It's not something you can separate, you know, and cultivate independently. We were taught when I joined that when you surrender, when you make Krishna to a center of your life, and everybody is wholeheartedly serving Śrīla Prabhupāda, that will automatically define our relationships. So the root of the whole thing is lack of Krishna consciousness. So, uh, and the lack of the understanding of the philosophy. When we are in ignorance, naturally we will have a bad relationship. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe you notice, like when you switch off now the light off here, it's dark, and we start to interlate, bumping into each other in darkness, we will probably get quite bad relationships. So somebody has to switch the light on. So it's always the same problem. It's not enough light. And then, based on knowledge, engage practically uh, in a mission of Srila Prabhupada. Our relationship will be wonderful. Guarantee. Otherwise, how it's possible that Srila Prabhupada collected the most far-out people on this planet and put them in this movement together? <laughs> All in the same room. Uh. In the same room, in the same van. I used to travel on Sankirtan with people which I would n- not like to meet at night, you know, outside of Krishna consciousness. <laughs> Some of them used to be professional criminals, drug addicts, crazies. But then we oh, came in the evening back to the van, after a whole day book distribution, we had a wonderful relationship. And I took it like the formula for my whole life. Or that we can sit together and discuss how we improve the relationship. How do you feel about me? I feel that you feel, that you look like you feel. What do you think? What do you think that you feel? And because I think that I feel, that I see that you don't feel what I think that I feel. (laughs) You can go forever like this with this. And it will do nothing. At the end we are just divorcing. (laughs) <laughs> if you are really busy the whole day and we don't, didn't read Shla Prabhupada's books in the evening when we should go to sleep we must read one hour and go to sleep later or read next day more both <laughs> you can read all night. You'll pick up the book and you'll be there the next morning. <laughs> that sometimes happened. They they, uh, they they woke up early in the morning and said, "Where's the pujari? He has to wake the deities." They found him sitting there. Chanting the mantra, putting the deities to rest the night before. In the, in the altar. In the altar, yeah. <laughs> in the altar. <laughs> Offering the basis. <laughs> Those were the days when we didn't 
take extra rest. We just to je bilo, went on bilo vrijeme kada nismo. There was one devotee, he was fanning Prabhupada and falling asleep simultaneously. I kind of falling over, you know, towards Prabhupada. Prabhupada just looked at me and said, go and take a rest. Next one. The question, but it was fun. <laughs> no, I said no. <laughs> that's sense. Well, actually, that's true because Tamal Krishna Maharaj asked the same thing to Prabhupada. Tamal Krishna Goswami Pitoji said, said so t- I'm, "I'm so busy." Rekao je toliko sam zauzet i nemam vremena za čitanje. I spavam samo pet sati dnevno. Pravopad je rekao spavaj četiri sati. To je bio njegov odgovor. Nidra har vihara kadi vijito chatyam pedino chayo. Gopi bhavara samrita bilahari kalola magno mahua. Those are the strictest followers were always diving and the six Goswamis. Okay, speaking about the gopis. What is the philosophical point hidden behind Krishna's Rasalila? Mm-hmm. Once again, please. What is the philosophical point hidden behind Krishna's Rasalila? Rasalila. Only one philosophical point? Well, that's the question. point. The philosophical point is to fully love and serve Krishna. That is an example of the gopis. On the highest level of full surrender and full love. Without any even inkling of any selfishness. So that kind of um, atma nikshepa throwing oneself at God. The gopis left their homes, they left their husbands, brothers, fathers, and friends. They left their comfortable homes, they they gave up their high reputation of being religious ladies, and they gave up their lower dharma, of Sri dharma, and went into the forest to be with Krishna. And the whole idea was that they realized that they couldn't come back. If a lady 
leaves her home at night in in Hindu culture. U Hindu kulturi. That's it. That's it. She is gone. So that means that they left with this idea that they would never come back And they just live like ascetics in the forest. So they're throwing themselves at God without any even thought of their own maintenance, sustenance, and satisfaction and comfort. So that's the highest example of, in any religion of a devotee surrendering to God. So we uh, worship the gopis, Lord Chaitanya also glorified the worship of the gopis for Krishna as the highest. Rasalila is the, how do you say, the you know, topmost gem in the jewel box of Krishna's pastime. Anyway, this is about Okay. Hare Krishna. I'd like to add something to that. That, um, the, the question sounds like a mayavadi. Pitanya zvuči malo mayavadi. Kao da mayavadi They see everything as allegorical. And that, that when, or that Krishna, Krishna thought, let's dance with the gopis to make a philosophical point. Kao da je Krishna rekao, hajmo plesa s gopijama, pa da vidimo, da kažemo filosofsku point. Krishna is the supreme enjoyer, but it's not, the main point is not to make a philosophical point. When the philosophy comes before that, Znači, nije stvar o tome da je filozofija prošla prije toga. Ona nije afilozofična. Ona nije afilozofična. Ona nije afilozofična. Ne ono kao koja su 24 elementa ovoga... In fact, the gopis reject when Krishna tries to speak philosophy to them. Which is another, Krishna is just teasing them by doing that because it's... it's. I was in... The only one time I went to Badarik Ashram, there's a bunch of Mayavadis up there worshipping the deities. Their, their uh, ancestors were put there by... So seeing that I was a bhakta come in their midst, they one of them thought it would be nice to read out to me from the Bhagavatam, the Gopi Git. But you know, they're there. They, Mayavadi is also like bhakti. Mayavadi također. 
Dok ne dostignemo vjeru, ta Prvo mora doći razumijevanje sedanci, mi počinjemo misliti. To je nešto što će ubiti Bhakti. Bhakti Bikash Maharaj ki! As you can notice, he's losing his voice. So he's take it before he completely gone. Oh, I don't know. You have more questions? You want to stay a little while? Yes, we have some more questions. Yeah, nine is the cutoff time. Yeah. Next question. It is a public secret that a sannyasi who goes to Mayapur to leave his body has to pay for the rent of the room, although he was very for a very long time active and he has in debt the society so much. And later on the land and the, the building of the samadhi has to be paid very expensively. Isn't that a, a hypocrisy from the society? Uh, is anybody aware of such behavior and is anybody trying to solve that problem and to correct this in within his country? Yeah, I can answer that question. Um, yeah, it is hypocrisy. Da, to je licemjeri. Uh, some people know about it. Neki like ljudi zato znaju kao, na primjer, ja. And I also wrote to some ja devotees, disciples of Sridhar uh, Maharaj, and uh, found out that, yeah, they were charged i da, saznao sam da im je naplaćeno 2 laka rupija. That's like 4000 dollars. Later they said, "Oh, we can't pay that." They anyway, they lowered the I rekli su, ne možemo to. But I was also shocked. Ali ja sam bio također šokiran da čujem tako nešto. And uh, so anyway, I uh I wrote a resolute a proposal to ja the GBC in, in connection with some other devotees who lived there. And uh, we were ready to present it during the GBC meeting. I found that there was uh, some local devotees that were also aware of the problem and they began to uh, have communication or negotiate with the devotees who are in charge of the land, of the samadhis. Those devotees also had a business selling samadhis. Anyway, I don't want to get into all the details. So, there, I don't know about the ultimate conclusion yet, but something is being done to adjust that. And, I mean, there, there is some funds required. Um, 
but it should be done in a different way to than it was over the last few years, like attacks or something, you know. It should be fundraising by disciples and those who anyone can give a donation to Samadhi Fund Mayapur. That was our proposal. Um, so anyway, something's being done about it, and uh, yeah, I I also agree that it's that it was wrong. Hopefully, the conclusion will be that they accept this uh, idea, the new proposal, or approaching the uh, approaching the situation in a more human way, uh, humane way. More. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. So, what is your opinion? Why uh, we don't have more interest among devotees for founding Vaishnav communities and uh, adopting self-sufficiency and more simple way of life? Most of the devotee families are staying in the cities. They take very uh, high bank loans to buy apartments which are just holes and they are adopting a materialistic ways of life. Yeah, this is obvious, a very common syndrome, but it's a very complex issue. Uh, Some devotees are simply taking the easy way out which becomes a very difficult way. They somewhat feel that uh, to live in the surrounded by these kamis and by the buildings provides some kind of security. Especially towards the children, it's highly irresponsible. Because, because that's the atmosphere the children will grow up with. The children are like butter, they can be, they can be molded. But the Agriastas, he simply do this out of need orienting themselves on a place where they earn the income. Now, if you go back to Prabhupada, he didn't accept this. He wanted, you know, devotees making a revolution. Just leave this. Basically, cities and these places are simply meant for preaching. For living, he envisioned his uh, grihastas to live in the, a rural community, which brings lots of challenges. The climate, the, you know, the... How do you make your income? It's it's uh, use. I am not a farmer, but I saw lots, quite few farmers trying, and the problems on hand are very complex, but not as complex as sometimes we think. It's just a question of taking that step. Like I don't know much about this place here, but I heard even that you can pick a house there. So you go to the government. What the ladu? and tell them, I have no place to live, I would like to have that house. And they go, yes, possible, that house is possible, but it's broken. Can we give you some building material, you can fix it up? Please tell us, we will bring it to your house. I don't know any other country where they do this. Certainly not in Germany. So why not use this? Why not just get few devotees together and struggle it out? For the sake of the future generation of the devotees, to show them this is possible. Let's do it. Just chop the wood. Yeah. Let's push the water blankets you know, around. Like, 
I'm donate vodu, to je teško. I'm learning right now these things. I never in my life left on the land. Kaminot. For me always was going to look to go to the farm to look how the cows look like. I have zero idea about this. But ending up in such a locality, getting some piece of land, you know, I do my in between the traveling, I do my uh, my experiments. Now I know how to chop wood. I know how much it takes to heat up a house with a wood. I can cut you at two hectares of grass. I know how to sharpen the axe. I know how to take care of a horse. I never, I never learned these things. And you learn it from the farmers around, that's the people around who know. Somewhat I found that if I want to speak about these things to somebody, then I have to know what I'm talking about. Sometimes in the older days, I remember this one BTG article about a dynamic farm in Iskon, depicting the devotee just carrying a lock of wood. I knew that devotee. It was first time he had a wood in a hand. So, I mean, what am I doing? So, you know, nowadays the problem is we are all city people. Most of the devotees come from a city environment, actually. Yes. And we are the internet people, you know, like I was just visit, you know, uh, visiting a German Sangitam party, four bhaktas. I was sitting in a Sangitam and giving lecture. Kombi, yeah. lecture. And they opened four laptops. They put some little devices in front of me, like, I know nothing about this. You know, and then they were going, yeah, please give a lecture. lecture. Then he came from this university, and he came from that office, and he came from that office, and for sure we cannot talk about farming here. And many devotees are like that. So, uh, but I I know examples of devotees who are already farmers before they joined, and it's very easy to do that. One one couple in Slovakia here, they were were for years farming. The man built his own house. So devotees simply preached to him. Went to the city. And then, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but then they also told him that's how they preach, you know, it's like join us in a shopping street. They told him, you do what you are doing now, and you do it for Krishna. And that's what he's doing. It's so easy to get a farm. But you have to also respect, you give you give to a man like this some, some, some credit. Like he was not so willing to uh, have his farm, let's say, you know, under Iskon name. That's he didn't, and also, what would the Iskon do with that? He knew there is no farmers in Iskon, so they said, okay, then you just be here and, and do the farm here. So of course that's a kind of you know a controversial point. Oh, no, he should have run an Iskon farm, but but why? why uh, what about if you don't have an Iskon farmers? So first we have to provide something for people so they become convinced. They attract people with particular skills. And then we can learn from them. Good. And then a whole dynasties of this lifestyle can can start like that. But it takes an immense amount of idealism. Because life on the land is austere. Essentially spoken, when you look like how farmers are living, they just work to get the food. You know, and the only time they will have extra is in the winter. Otherwise, hard work. 
and why not that's preaching this is their preaching to show people how we are living here we make the food he will offer it to krishna and you know and then people can see oh this is practical actually they can live like this so I, i tell you quite frankly this time will come we don't have to discuss here some illusory farms all that city cacophony will go to hell i have an i'm living in a village i have a neighbor the man is so gross it's practically like an animal on two legs but he has a good heart he likes devotees and he's skillful very skillful i learned so many things from him and he goes sometimes to prague to a big city to do woodwork in apartments in this concrete flats you know you know six floors seven floor high up just like boxes he said i told the last man in his apartment the day will come you will flush your toilet with mineral water very expensive <laughs> because he said in these buildings one pipe breaks the whole building is for nothing <laughs> simple logic that man if something breaks in his house he doesn't call anybody he just goes and fix it that's all you know and we need this kind of you know attitude we just <laughs> not sitting in this flats with these buttons and it just this and it just that and you think this is very comfortable no it's not because the rent of the flat is so hellish that you have to go out and work hard anyway and that's the whole trick they convince people Oni you don't biedli. work so hard on the land come in a city to work less and it's more fun and the result of this is that people slave like crazy in the cities to earn some money to make holiday on the land they go back to the same place two weeks a year and they go <laughs> well that idiot that's where he came from that's how maya works so why should we copy this as a devotee it's a trick it's cheating yeah hari krishna hari krishna mani da prabhu ki simple living high thinking ki see the prabhu par ki nitago pramanandi okay hari krishna lakunaj <laughs> there is this one thing more we have still 5 minutes there is a action with books going on as last year but in a different way please pay few minutes more attention so there is a offers here you don't have we don't do anything right now with a big 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 action here but tomorrow it's going to be more demanding because tomorrow it's going to be more intimidating but uh, there is a offer special for this festival which i believe is conducted without any entrance fees and this kind of things yes. no entrance fee on the festival or something like but Ali. there is some request please take some books and the books are of extreme cheap quality uh knigis I am selling in Germany one little pocket book for 5 euros. So you know, please. It's in Croatian or Serbo. Serbo Croatian, don't worry. Last year when I was leaving here, I stopped in a place, I bought one of these sets. And I just went in, you know, and gave the lady a whole set. 
She looked at the book and she was going, oh no. She said, I hate Serbo Croatian. I, I look at her and I said, are you Serbo Croatian? She was a bit confused. And she said, no, I'm, I'm Croatian. I'm Croatian. So he said, these books describe in Serbo Croatian how you are not Croatian and not a Serb. Okay, maybe I should read that. <laughs> You know, so anyway, it's she was actually very nice. She just uh, she <laughs> she <bought her>. <laughs> there's nothing to be. Yes, please. please. I have all the Okay. So. Uh, so it's just that. How many of these sets we have? Please. Huh? 18 sets. That's 18 times 8 kunas, please. Then, and this, this is not so cheap, you know, but it's in Croatian. Only. It's the whole canto, first canto. Prabhupada said, this is the main book next to the Bhagavad Gita for missed book distribution. Prabhupada said, teaching of Lord Chaitanya, Bhagavad Gita, Bhagavatam first and second canto. Because actually, this book was written by Prabhupada in Vrindavan. And Prabhupada was not so sure he will ever write anything else as this book, any any other Bhagavatam. So he compressed the whole Bhagavatam into the purpose in this one book. So in one sense, the first canto is like a compressed Bhagavatam in you, one book yes. with all the essential vilas and uh, instructions. So this is actually the book for distribution. It is not that expensive when you take it for a whole practically Bhagavatam used to be four parts, you know, first canto. Doma. And this is all four parts in one book. So it's actually not so expensive. BVT price? BVT price 100 kunas. It's not so big either. So if, if you can, please take some of these books with you. How many of these? Okay. And then the next thing is, this is a little bit push this. The BBT will not likely print new books. Naturally, if the old ones are not distributed. So... If somebody can, please take the kind of book with you and distribute it to others. Okay? Auction and this kind of things, that's for Bhaktivikash Maharaj. He's much more pushy. <laughs> but just think about this. It would be nice. Okay.